show me has three beers a piece for each of my co-workers. Like a man working outdoors, she feels more like a man. She can have a bottle of suds. Suds, It isn't the Suds cast. I'm DC Thompson, joined as always by Britt. Britt over there. Britt, would you do the honor of reminding the listeners where they can reach us? Sure. You can hit us up on Instagram at suds underscore cast or our email sudsbeercast at gmail.com. And well, well, look who the cast dragged in. He is wincing in pain. Our very first guest. Eric Anderson. Hey, Eric. Hello. Great to be here. Thanks for joining us. I brought my own dad jokes. He brought his own dad jokes. He also brought a microphone, if anyone's listening and noticed it sounds a little bit better. Brought a microphone. We'll give it back to him at the end, probably. Um, Eric and I have been friends for a while. We actually met through a friend of Brit's, and we realized we both homebrewed beer. So Eric and I have been homebrewing beer together for the past few years. Um, Some good, some not so good. Some haven't turned out, but... Eric, big beer aficionado, enjoys the beer. I like Mima beer. He likes it. Hear that? Perfect guest. Perfect first guest on the podcast. So let's just get right into it. Okay, do it. What's the first beer, Britt? Oh, I don't know. What did you decide? Warka. This is part of the foreign invasion category on the Suds cast. Where's it from, Britt? Poland. It's from Poland. So this is Warka. This is Warka Strong, fine quality premium beer. Brewed at Warka Brewery, Warka, Poland. That's about all you get off the label. That's essentially everything you're going to get. I mean, I don't think we're up for a bunch of surprises on this one. Thank you. It's pouring very amber as I pour out for everybody. It's an intense, rich, full-bodied taste of Warka Strong. is achieved by adding dark malt. Brewed Uh, using natural ingredients and pure spring water. It's just that simple. Just add darker malts. And it is a little bit dark. I mean, we're not talking pale. It sort of, sort of has an amber well, color 6. to it. Well, it's 6.5%. Yeah, it's 6.5%. So How much was this can? This bottle. can, the bottle, yeah, it's a pint bottle imported from Europe. This bottle was two sixty-five at our local liquor store. So pretty cheap. That's cheap. Britt's already into it. Let's do a cheers, though, on our first guest. Britt's cheers, face is cheers. not looking good. <laughs> it's got that sweet taste again. Mm. It is sweet. Oh my goodness, that is sweet as. It's got a real lager smell there. Is it a lager? It doesn't even say. Yeah, I think this is something we've come across a lot with a lot of these larger beer brands. Is uh, they Tastes don't like they kind of avoid just describing exactly what style of beer it is. It's strong beer. Strong beer. I think. But it's strong in percentage, but I wouldn't say in color or really. I guess in taste, it's strong in the sense it's sweet, but it doesn't taste like strong beer. It certainly is sweet. In my opinion. Um, this beer is falls under the label. It's part of the brewery. Um, it's part of a larger brewery system in Poland that's owned by even a larger, I believe it's owned by Heineken some way, shape, or form. But they also brew Żywiec uh, beer, which is like a pretty well-known beer in Poland. I believe it's called the. I believe Zivitz is even in the name of the brewery that brews Warka. Now, quick question: Is it Warka or should we be saying Vorka? I th- I think in Polish W's are already, already is V. They're v, they're pronounced as a V, so I feel like we're already off to the wrong foot here because we should be saying Varka. But, but I mean, then people might not know what it is. Yeah, then I think people like North American English listeners would be like, I don't know what that is. I know all I know is Warka. So, but I think just for. Confusion purposes. We'll just call it Warka also because, I mean... 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go traditional. I'm gonna go. Eric, you're gonna go with Barca. Okay, mm -hmm. Ericsson on Barca. This is gonna be really confusing for the listener, but that's okay. We like to challenge listeners. So, <laughs> what's everybody getting off the beer? We already commented banana. on this. Are you getting banana, or did you just read that on the label? No, it doesn't say anything about I, bananas. I don't know. It's got that sweet, like bready taste or something. So I think it always reminds me of banana. It certainly does have a bit of a sickly sweetness. It does, yeah. You know, it's, it's almost like it's too put on, too caramel. It's like mm -hmm. that Belgian one we tried. Yeah. Eric, what do you think? It's good. It, it hides the alcohol. You don't, I mean, it's only 6.5. It's not terribly Yeah, high. it's not intense. Um, but but it's, it's, it has a lightness to it that I like. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful color, really clear, nice carbonation. Smell, it's got that kind of, like, I'm not a lager fan. I don't like the, you know, the, the Labatt's and the, the Molson and mm -hmm. that kind of smell of adjuncts beer. and. Yeah. Uh, the smell I would just describe as beer. <laughs> this is relating to a previous podcast where we had old Milwaukee and they just called it beer. And then we got into a very philosophical discussion about why do they keep just saying beer? Why aren't they ascribing any style to it? Yeah, I'm kind of upset you didn't get no name for this. Uh, we this might. Recording. We're going to get the no name. Time. Eric, we'll have you back on for the no name. Wow. For a buck of beer. I don't know. It took me 15 minutes to walk here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you, you know, you're going to have to pick up that six pack for us. Bring it in. We'll let you keep it, though. Oh. You could take it home with you, what oh. we don't finish. You get to keep. No name, the cheapest beer you can buy now. Simply, simply a yellow six pack that just says beer. And black letters on it. Yeah, I love it in a way. You know, it's like those uh, Chinese grocery stores from communist times when it was just like yeah, it's number just one like, food mm. store or whatever it was called. Yeah, it's yeah. just like the most simplistic thing you could possibly think of. They did it. But getting back to the Worka Strong. Now it's called Strong. I think in other countries they call this Worka Premium. It does say fine quality premium well, beer. Have you guys been to Poland? Either one of you? I yeah. have been to Poland. You have. You have. I've been to I dated a Polish girl in high school. Did she pronounce it Worka or Varka? <laughs> oh, she always said Varka. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. It makes sense. And I mean, was it she called knows the language. Warka premium or strong? Oh, it was a Polish word that, that uh, wouldn't make any sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. right. It's, it's funny Got how it. other languages have those words, <laughs> you know? Well, I've been to Poland, and speaking from my experience, I drank a lot of Zivitz over there. Now, Zivitz... I don't know if you're saying that right either. I'm, sa I'm probably mispronouncing it, but it's, it's pronounced nothing how it's written. It's basically Z-Y-W-E-I-C, and there's a bunch of crazy accents on there. Obviously, I, wasn't in, I was in Krakow, Poland. I wasn't there very long. Krakow, I should say. I wasn't there very long, but that was the one thing that people in the ho who worked in the hostel I was staying at, they would always say to go get some, you know, you should go get some Zivets. And I'd go, I went to the store and I asked for Zivets and they brought me the bottle and I was like, we had the, we have it in Canada, but I didn't know that's how it was pronounced because I always saw all these crazy consonants. Does that have like the dancing people It's got on the it? two dancing, the two people in the traditional Polish garb dancing. Yes. That is the... So, so why is it Zivets and not Varka? I don't know. I have no idea because the Z is probably pronounced some like crazy way. Well, no, I, guess. I mean like you're, there's a W in Jivitz. Right. And you're pronouncing it as a V. That's true. I don't know. Consistency is king. Yeah. 
Come on. So I guess and if, if you want consistency, it, go over to Poland. <laughs> That's what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, consistency, go to Poland. Zivitz is just another, it's just a standard ale. There's nothing particular. There's a lot of these Polish beers in, in Canada for sale at liquor stores. Zivitz, uh, Tiski, Zuber. There's a lot, they're the kind more, of all very similar, but this one is different. I have to say. It's the more not, I drink uh, it, the less sweet it's becoming. Yeah. Off the top, yeah. it's really sweet. Yeah. But it's kind of sort it of settling down. It tastes kind of coffee-ish. Mm -hmm. Coffee? I don't know. I don't know if that's because I'm having I also an up... herbal tea. No. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to drink that herbal tea during the podcast. Anyway. It's cold here in June. It doesn't. Yeah, it's cold in June. That's true. January. Um, we should call it yeah. robust. You know what? January. That's funny that you say that about the coffee, though, because when I first took a sip of it, I immediately had a bit of a coffee, too. Almost like a coffee candy, though, because it was those so sweet. It's like those coffee candies... That you get at the Thai restaurant. Yeah, it's like they're sweet. But they're like Arabic coffee candies. Yeah, it was sweet and then it also sort of had a bit of Not a coffee. Not getting the coffee? I think it, no, I think you're crazy. I think all it was, Eric, was <laughs> it was the uh, roasted, it's the roasted malts. I think I picked up on the yeah, roasted no, definitely, flavor right off like, the get. Just as you swallow it, you can taste it. Yeah. Well, sometimes when you first open a beer, it tastes a little bit more fresh and it smells fresh. And then as it sits in the glass, it starts to oxidize and those sort of notes that might be prominent in the beginning tend to dissipate and you get down to, you know, essentially what the beer is, not necessarily, it's just trying to be quenching and not kind of trying to be all coffee and sweet and all those things. Like you said, the sweetness is kind of dissipating. I think that that's, I pretty, the, that's pretty common. I know the mic can't pick up that I'm squinting at you guys, but I am, for the record. <laughs> This mic taste, can't pick that up. Because you can't taste I, the coffee. I, I cannot taste coffee. Maybe you just don't I'm have not, a, light a well-defined palate. <laughs> See, like <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah. I'm not saying that I tasted it, but it was kind of like I did There's get a bit of roasty. an aroma, and it's the roasted malt. It's just roasty. it was very slight at the beginning. It's gone now. I couldn't say that. I wouldn't say now that there's like an intense coffee or anything like that. But when I did first lift up the glass and smelled it, it was like, yeah, a coffee candy where the coffee flavor is sort of subtle and it's mixed in with a lot of sweetness. That's fine. If you're not smelling it, Eric, or you're not tasting it, that's cool, man. It's all just your own personal I experience. I mean, everybody's allowed to be wrong. Yeah, everyone's allowed to be wrong, and in this case, you are proving that. Yeah. No, no. I, uh, I think that's fair. It's harsh, but it's fair. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to open the other one? Yeah, we can open that other one, sure. Okay, so if a W in Polish is pronounced... As a V, how is a V pronounced? Excellent question. I don't know. <laughs> Just as a V as well. No, that would be too confusing. It's probably pronounced as a W. That's what I was going to say, but I don't think that's right. And then what's a I'm U? Just asking is that also like a V? Where's the cat? Because of where it's, it's Varka Brewery in Mazovia region of Poland, which I'm probably not saying right, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know... I didn't learn anything about the alphabet or any pronunciation while I was there. It was a lot of zhivets, um, vodka. Maybe it is. Vodka? Yeah, like I'm pretty vodka? sure. Is it vodka? <laughs> I feel like they don't just say vodka. I don't know. Now, having dated a Polish girl. <laughs> okay, here we go. I did, resident I did, expert. I did spend a summer trying to learn Polish to wow. impress her. You were smitten? Yeah, yeah. It didn't go Didn't well. work out for no, you? no. I can I can say you kept pronouncing the W and not the V. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "This is it. I'm done. It's a deal breaker. <laughs> I'm out of here." 
Oh, Eric, he's good. He's got a good job and everything, but... Uh, this was high school. Yeah, I know. Well, what he, was his good job? I was a pizza delivery. I, I had more oh. money then than I have now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Delivering at pizzas. Home? Pizza, oh, what a pizza delivery in high school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That seems like that would be a cool job for a high school student. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I could, like, go and hang out with my friends on a delivery run and then go yeah. back to work. Like, Okay, whose car did you drive? Was it the stores, or you had to supply your own car? It was my dad's car. Nice. Yeah. So you probably weren't even so they paying still, for gas. And what, I was, well, I got paid for gas. Oh, yeah. okay. What pizza place? Well, we don't want to give free oh. promotion. Okay, fine. I was just more than asking, did I'm you have kidding, to put Eric. the little... Just tell us what pizza place it was. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to put the little light-up sign on your it, hood or it, whatever, your it roof? It rhymed with Lisa slut. <laughs> Okay, I can guess it. <laughs> Domino's, gotcha. Yeah, it was Domino's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I read between the lines on that one. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to this Polish girl. What was her name, first name? <laughs> uh, Justina. Oh, nice. Yeah. Traditional Polish name, probably. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what did you learn when you were trying to woo her with your knowledge of well, the Polish language? Well, that was language? Uh, 20 years ago mm-hmm. or more. But you were, yourself but, now. But, but you were ramping yeah. up to a story. Oh, no. I, I remember failed. how to say Yakshimosh, mm. which I think means how are you. Hmm. Uh, more than I got. about it. Hmm. I don't think I've ever actually really heard the Polish language. I'm telling hmm. you, I walk into a dinner party in Poland now, someone starts talking to me, I just say zhivitz and hope that they like beer. <laughs> There's words, though, they have five consonants in a row. It's like that's what I'm saying. That's what that jivitz is. It's yeah. like nuts. Like there's no, they don't, they're not a big fan of vowels in Poland. No, no, because uh, communism. Yeah, <laughs> Wheel of Fort- Fortune Poland they, edition did not go over well. Yeah, the Iron Iron Curtain took. Well, you didn't the have vowels. to then buy the vowels. Maybe the vowels. it was better. That's true. You didn't, you didn't waste, waste your money, money on, on your vowels. Wow, you could solve the puzzle without. The well, that's A-E-I-O-U probably why it didn't catch on. Because sometimes why it went bankrupt pretty quickly. So. Any other thoughts on Poland or any any other thoughts on the beer? I think I'm still sticking with my sweet little roasty flavor. Okay, well, let's get to the rating system then. Eric, you've listened to the podcast, but you haven't been a part of the actual rating system. So I'm excited. I can tell. You're no longer squinting. Your eyes are completely wide open. He's yeah. onion-eyed, just with anticipation. Yeah, crying. But I'm going to put it to Brit first. Brit, Warka, Strong, Thrill, Will, or Swill? I don't know. I think maybe a swill plus. Ooh, swill plus. You uh, reasons? You like the plus and minus yeah. system. You really it's don't... too hard to just It's too fit hard it into to, yeah. Category. We've we've kind of from the jump we've realized that it's very tricky to just be like, this is a swill because it has to be really bad and That's a thing. It's not that aren't bad. gonna be really, really it's... bad because they wouldn't be on the market if they still were It's pretty cheap like for five hundred milliliters milliliters at two sixty five, I mean you're getting a lot of alcohol. Yeah, a, yeah. a lot of bang for your buck. Well, there's I mean, one thing you can say about Poland. Yeah, they like alcohol. Big fans. But it's Big a little team. too sweet in a way that just feels too much like bananas. Hmm. Still going with the bananas. Banana, coffee, and sweet. Okay, so Brit's in on a... What was that? Swill Plus. Swill Plus. Swill I'll just plus. write that down. For the records. Swill Plus for the records. Now, I'll go, leaving our guests for last. So, Eric, you can kind of temper yours with based on what... You you think uh, you want to do based on ours. I think I'm going to go... I, you know what? I think I want a Swill Plus. Swill I think that plus? that's the correct rating for me. Um, like, I don't know if I would buy this again. No, but it's interesting. It's got a nice label. The bang for your buck is is valuable. And also, I like the fact that it's strong, but it 
but it's not just as we, as we talked about in previous podcasts, it's not just strong for the sense of adding more alcohol without really giving you anything else back. I would imagine the regular Warka, the regular lager style Warka does not have this roasty characteristic, you know, doesn't have as much sweetness either. So I, I think that the plus is there because they're trying to do something different. It's not just most beers in North America, big brands, they just oh, well, we'll just call it ice or we'll call it dry and then we'll just increase the alcohol, the ABV, by more. But there's not really going to be a huge varying difference in the Well, it has a bit of flavor. It does have a bit of flavor. I agree. So, Swill Plus. Two Swill Pluses. I'm going to put a little one over the Swill Plus so we know it's got two. (laughs) And Eric, our guest. Yeah. um, Thrill, Will, or Swill. Just to remind you of the categories. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So, it's not my favorite beer. But it's also not my favorite style of beer. But within the style, I think it's a really good representative option. So I think it's uh, I think it's maybe a it's a will at least. Mm. It could even be as high as a thrill within oh. its. See, you're taking your your rating is based even not on your personal preference for it yeah because i think it fits it's an interesting way yeah 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 like i think it fits into like a strong lager i'm hoping it's a lager it tastes like a lager it doesn't say anywhere so listeners might be egging my house by the end of the week but uh we'll tweet your address polish eggs you know the worst kind yeah uh the brown ones yeah i think it's a it's a strong uh a strong contender in a category that i don't really like so hmm. you know, I on that that note, I think that. it's a, I think it's a, I think it's a thrill. But for me personally, it would be a will oh. because I'm bumping it down for preference. So you're kind of like straddling the line between thrill and will. So what would you call that, Eric? Would you call that like? I think a he's will giving two different or? ratings. Uh, it's a thrill, obviously. It's a thrill. Okay. Wow. <laughs> hey, man. You can invent all kinds of crazy things in this rating system. A thrill. That was I an like interesting that. way to take the category. Like to take the rating system. Though. Yeah, so so often I only we just, base it basically on taste and price and what I buy it again. Your own personal preference, but oftentimes yeah. you do things where you will review a beer and you'll be like, you know, on a hot summer day, this is great. It's, yeah. In in spite of the fact that but, we're not drinking on a hot summer day and we're indoors, but you're kind of taking your own mind into another. No, but place Eric kind to, of did it more on like an actual based on the actual beer, not so much like the on a hot summer day it would be good. Yeah. Like in the lager category. Like it's yeah. just a different way. I, mean, I, certainly thought, like I haven't the thought thrill. of it that way. It tastes like a hot summer day would be good, but I don't want to drink a 6.5. You know what? I got to tell you, I, I don't think I want this on Me a hot neither. summer day. I think I want this curled up by the fire, you know, reading some Tolstoy. Oh. Dead air. <laughs> Not a lot of Tolstoy fans. <laughs> you do a lot of that, do you? Yeah, in, yeah. in our fireplace that's in our house. Um, yeah, the TV's got a fireplace. That's true. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. And then there's like cold notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So really, I mean, I'll just read it on the bus or something. We'll figure it out. Drink one of these on the bus, reading the Cold Notes to Love and War or War and Peace. Um, okay, so a thrill. Wow, Eric, you totally turned this on its head. We have like a new it. category now. Hey, you know, see. I gotta earn my place here. Yeah, you are setting, you are breaking ground, my friend. Get the shovel out. Eric is breaking ground. Yeah, because that is brings up an interesting question. Because I was kind of like jokingly suggesting you're straddling the line. Thus, you should have to do a thrill minus or a will plus. But a thrill minus and a will plus, I mean, those are pretty much the same thing, aren't they? 
One would think. I, well, In I don't theory, know. are they not? A B plus is not the same as an A minus. That's true. Different. Mm, valid points. True. As a C sharp, <laughs> it's not the same as a D flat. Yeah. Is it? I don't know anything about music. <laughs> so, probably not. <laughs> if you ask someone who knew about music, they would probably be really annoyed that you even thought that yeah. for one second. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. All right. Well, Warka Strong, thank you. I think we're going to do a Varka. cheers here. Varka Strong, Warka, right. Varka, whatever you want to do. Finally. We'll cheers it up. <laughs> we're going to... We're going to bottoms up, finish the glasses if you want to. You don't have to. And uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with another review. Say, Britt, do you like learning new things? Yes. Do you like getting constructive criticism from people you don't even know? No way. Well, then you're going to love our Sudscast Instagram account. What's the name of that account again? Suds underscore cast. And what's the name of that email account again? Sudsbeercast at gmail.com. And what's the number for our burner phone that people can call the Sudscast on? We don't have that yet. Okay, but we're going to get one. We just have to go down to the store, buy one of those clamshell flip phones. Anyway, hit us up at Instagram. Hit us up on the email. Tell us what you like about the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast. We're back. Now we have another new category for our second beer. Ooh, what is it? Well, first I'm gonna I'm gonna blow the dust off the bottle. <coughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> for our cellar dweller category. Ooh, cellar dweller. We have from Quebec the Trois Mousquetaires Grand Cuvée Porter Baltique. So a Baltic Porter, which oh, is a no. black lager. Oh no. I bought this beer in Quebec. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to like it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you still have to review it. You can just give it a swill now if you want. Well, I know. I'm I bought this it. in Quebec. In tw- it's from 2015. It now, was $16. It was $16, correct, for a 750 milliliter bottle. Now, just take your heads back. Where were you, what was everybody doing in 2015? What were you doing in Quebec in 2015? I was there for work. Oh. None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> I know what goes on uh, I there. I was doing effectively the same thing I'm doing now. Exactly. <laughs> we all were. What I mean, it's not that interesting of a story. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been five years ago. I don't even know what was going on in 2015. Four years ago. Four years, you're right, yeah. Certain people that hadn't been off. elected. The we're world still... was like still relatively sane. And now, four years later, we have to drink this amazing beer from a small microbrewery in Quebec. How have you been storing this down there? Upright? Upright. Although I was for a period storing my beer, um, my <clears throat> my ageable beer, I was storing it kind of in a lie-down fashion similar to wine. Oh, not, okay. <clears throat> not the way <laughs> not the way to store it. You're supposed to store it standing up. So. Oh no. Okay, let's try it. It's extremely dark. <laughs> it's a Baltic Porter. Black it looks lager. like molasses. It's as It'll dark taste as molasses. like molasses. I hope so. Oh. Oh, that smells good. Oh, it smells like alcohol. It's really sweet. Oh, it's very sweet. It's got a real licorice y kind of, but there's some smokiness Whoa. in there. <laughs> I don't like it. Brit, the black li- the licorice is really coming through. No way that's black licorice. The licorice is there. I think we should all smell before we taste. Oak aged six oak aged six months in bourbon I don't and brandy. Smell. All I can smell is like brandy and whiskey. Yeah, oh. so Brit, oak aged Six months in bourbon and brandy barrels, 12 to 25 years of age, the barrels are. Flavors, dark chocolate, woody, bourbon, brandy, and nuts. And there's no licorice. 
There is licorice. You just it's Where there. is that? It's there. <laughs> it doesn't say it. So this There's beer. No star of it's, So this beer originally, when I bought it, was ten percent alcohol. Now ten and a half percent. Now it might be a little bit higher after aging. It's probably dried out a little bit. So you can imagine if you thought this beer was sweet and sickly and it's not sweet it's alcoholy well there's a bit of alcohol it's dried out as yet so that would would lead to higher it has that like brandy taste but without the like burning aftertaste yeah i could see that there's definitely some licorice in there though keep tasting it you'll find it there's some cherry in there too yeah there's some definitely dried fruit it's the dried fruit that's coming through okay so you're just picking up these flavors but it doesn't say that's part of the ingredients wait can we go back to the banana and coffee yeah, in the you, last one. You were tasting fair. banana Fine. in the Barca strong. And coffee. Yeah, and coffee, although I was on board with the Flavors. Yeah. Oh, pairings. Smokehouse meats, chocolates, pralines. Ooh, pralines. Ooh, I could go for some pralines. Would pralines make you I'm like strong. the beer more? Yeah. Well, that's just because you get pralines. You just eat a handful pralines. of pralines and have a sweet. Yeah, you just cheese. put some pralines in your cheeks, stuff them in there like tobacco, and then just start drinking the beer and be like, oh, I love this beer. <laughs> um, Tuami Scutera, I've had some of their stuff. Eric, this is famously actually one of the, f- the second time I think we met, possibly the first time. We were at a party. Oh, and yeah. I had just I, ro- I had just rolled back into town from Montreal for work. That was I the didn't first have time any you beer. guys met? It no. might have been. It was no. one of the early times, but I think the first time we met was at your apartment on uh, over by Exhibition mm. Park. Oh, okay. Paisley? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. one of the very first times that we, we hung out, I guess, we were at this party, um, and I, I rolled back into town. I didn't you had have just any, come from Quebec. I had just come back to town from Quebec. Maybe I didn't that's when you bought this. No, it wasn't. I had bought the same beer, though, oh. and I brought it back from Quebec, and I didn't have mm. anything else, and I was just, I, the store was closed by the time we went to the party, and I just brought this, and I remember you and I drank it, and uh, yeah. it was the same beer, although I don't think it was the barrel-aged version. It was just the regular version. I remember that you walked home that night looking like a caveman. You were like... Oh, yeah. probably from all the Baltic porter. It was we, yeah, we were pretty rough. Yeah, pretty rough. Yeah, well, that will happen when you are pre-drinking at a party with Baltic porter. It's ten and a half percent alcohol. That was the start. That's how I started the night. Yeah, but uh, thankfully you were there to split the bottle with me because it's kind of it's quite a bit to take on it all on your own. It does say to age it for three to five years. Yeah, so, so you, we were right, like in, right in the middle, right in the sweet spot, right in four the years. There. That's part of the reason why mm-hmm. I chose it. There's a lot of cellar dwellers down in the basement that mm-hmm. uh, down in the brewery area that we'll get to later on in the podcasts. I was I a little worried that, that I was going to be overaged because I've I've pulled some up from my cellar that tend to be. So even. how do you know they're overaged? They just don't taste premium anymore. They're a little mm-hmm. drier than they should they're be. They're too dry. They That's can, my experience. Sometimes they can even get a little bit sour. So I was going to say, like, that cheap alcohol taste. Yeah. Like vinegary. A little bit vinegary. Wine suffers the same fate. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was a little concerned about that, too, but it's actually, it's quite good. Yeah. Do you have a system, then, to know when you have to bring up your beers that you've aged? So on this one, this has a a cork (laughs) and a cage on it, and I think it's actually printed on the bottle on when it was packaged. Yeah, but you can barely read that. So I wrote on the cork the date that when it was packaged, so I, I look at the corks down there and I say, oh, it says October 2015. I know, okay, it's four years, and this is yeah. probably one of the older ones that I have in the basement. I have some, you know, varying of different different ages, but... 
I mark mine for when I put them downstairs because I'm generally buying them fresh. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't think that's a bad way to do it. It's just sometimes when you go to when you go to Quebec, you can find beer stores that because they're not government regulated, beer stores will be selling beer that is already a year or two old right. in the store. Well, you can do that because no one's bought it. Because <laughs> no one's bought it, and well, well like the the uh, the bastard series from Nickelback Age of that a year before. Yeah, the Nickelback oh, bastard they series. It. Yeah, before they right. even release it. But it, but in Quebec, as I said, like you'll go in there and it's like, oh, this beer is two years old already, and more than likely, they're probably every time a year goes by, they just put a higher dollar price on the amount because. But do you have a system like do you go down and look? And realize like, oh, this one's been down here for three years. I better just drink it tonight. Or do you save them for occasions? I, uh, when it's an occasion that I go down to get a bottle, mm -hmm. I go through them and see, okay, this is, this one needs to come up. Um, but it sort of depends on the occasion because I've, I've brought beers up that I've aged for years thinking that everybody at my house is going to appreciate it the same way. Mm -hmm. And then they really don't yeah do you get um, angry if you see the like my glass would be like if you're like well i've aged this for five years it's gonna be really good yeah and then people are like so i'm not drinking it well they don't they, they don't not drink it they drink it as if it's just any other uh, beer um, yeah you know so so i've really learned to share things that you find special with people that find the same thing special yeah um, and that speaks very to our small circle <laughs> that speaks to our friendship and that's you know part of it as okay, well so like you and i have have this appreciation for aging beer and drinking these beers that have kind of been sitting around in our i will for a long admit time and... don't waste this one on me we're not going to <laughs> you're not in fact i'm just no going to take way. the bottle back over here and, this uh, is not my you're kind not, of thing. You're not getting a refill. In fact, if anything, I'm probably going to have to finish yeah, yours. Yeah, it's not my kind of thing. So, Trois Muscatel started in 2004. This beer, the Baltic Porter, their Grand Cuvée Baltic Porter, won in the World Beer Awards. So, this is international. 2010 and 2013, this beer won the best porter in the entire world. Like, so mm. gold medal. Gold medal. The entire Olympics world. Best porter. Beer. It was just best porter. Entire mm. world. Like a gold medal uh, in beer things doesn't necessarily mean the best, but like a, the best category is the best, obviously. Yes. But you can ha you can get a gold medal beer and have oh, but it's not the best. Thirty of them. It, oh. So it's just saying that hmm, it has that. reached this caliber. Yeah. Uh, it is a gold level beer. Oh, but that doesn't mean. But I mean, they they vary different, hmm. but a lot of the big brewing competitions are. Are that way but if you win best that means that even, uh, even out of the so gold. even winning a gold is like it's still good but that doesn't mean you're the best overall you exactly. have to win best porter or best whatever yes, yes. so like oh, there's baltic that. porter which is traditionally a higher percentage beer that you can age but this it had just won best porter this one just best porter so it's like it beat all the other porters mm. now the Baltic cat, the Baltic Porter itself is probably going to be a little bit better because you can get a lot more notes and flavors in there than just a regular Porter, which tends to be kind of normal. So what would you say to people though, who say like, this isn't lager. really beer? Um, what? <laughs> I'd, first I'd say, get the hell out of my house. <laughs> How, what do you mean? Is, well, because I feel like, and this is, I, I mean, this, don't is, have a, this much is a valid, this is a valid comment. But I think there's a lot of people who are like this, this sort of thing isn't really beer. Mm, right. You so know, I, like it doesn't yeah. have that flavor of like, 
this doesn't taste like beer. Like the last I don't one, think. The, the Varka. Yeah, like that to me tasted like beer. This doesn't really taste like beer. So I think there's some people who would say this isn't beer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's kind of like saying I only drink red wine, white wine's not wine. You know? Yeah. I, like, I, I, I guess understand, the ingredients but, are the same. but The yeah, ingredients, the process is the same. Yeah, it's a tricky but, thing. Like, I mean, like, you know, if someone says... I, oh, I could really go for a beer right now. And you hand them a glass oh. of Baltic Porter Grand Cuvée. They're going to be like, are you trying to kill me? This is not what I was asking for. Yeah. So this is really for somebody who enjoys beer, has a very refined palate, or you know, likes to uh, be adventurous with what they're drinking and can kind of, you know... Like if you went to a beer tasting and all they served was light lagers, you'd well, kind of obviously. just be like, well, this is dumb. But this definitely does not, isn't very carbonated. Like this to me tastes sort of like what you get out of a cask. Yeah. More so, right? So like, I, think, I think part of that has to do with the aging process. Yeah. You know, carbonation can leave because the CO2 will dissipate that's in the beer. It's, it's very difficult to get that to stay for a long period of time. If you look at the cork on the bottle, you'll see that it has kind of absorbed some coloring and that's partially because of the way I had them lying down for rookie. a little while and rookie mistake. <laughs> I don't know if the mic picked that up or not. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> rookie. Probably a rookie. Okay. Yeah, I know. I've learned my ways. I've learned my ways. We all have to learn. We all have to grow. But I think, you know, this is like a lovely beer. I mean, this is a great gift gift for people you could drink this as an aperitif after a meal it's almost like a dessert wine in that's what it tastes like more to me because when i drink this i'm picking up way more like liquor yeah taste than like beer flavor yeah like I imagine you just had like a nice meal of you know thanksgiving or festive meal had some and pralines like, yeah you had some pralines <laughs> tucked in your cheek you just had your daily bowl of pralines <laughs> yeah you just had your daily... i still don't even fully know what pralines are i think it's just and compacted sugar to look yeah, like a nut i don't think I it's anything i always really. thought they were like candy i thought it was pecans. a pecan yeah but i don't think it is are they not I don't know because then your parents went to New Orleans and they brought back like little package of like one praline. Yeah, and you bite and into it. And I it's just swear like there a, is no pecan. It's like in a, biting there. into a sugar cube. It There's is. Like, yeah, but no, I mean that's American food. I I, I thought there I were. I know, but it was New Orleans, nuts. which is like I yeah, think but in like New Orleans, it's like yeah, praline like, capital or whatever. Sorry, sorry. In Nolens, it's like no pralines love. are the real deal. Like everyone's I don't eating, know. eating them pralines. They're actually like they were in a small packet as if they were being given like like after a meal. Yeah. No, like the mint on your pillow at the yeah, hotel. Yeah, it's like here's, a, like here's a, a praline, praline instead. <laughs> nothing, were, nothing says, "Hey, give me a kiss goodnight." Like a mouthful of praline. Yeah, but then some of them were like Don't crushed. Go to New Orleans, like. <laughs> they were crushed. And remember that ice cream, pralines and cream. Yes. I always thought that was candied pecans in the ice cream, and was like, mm, I don't want that. Yeah, pralines and cream was kind of a gross one. Also, rum raisin. What's oh, that that's about? disgusting. I mean, anything with raisins, honestly. Yeah, you don't like raisins. Not a big fan of raisins. No, Although no. I like dried fruit mm-hmm. in my beers. I like raisins. I like raisins yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's funny because I I love a raisin flavor in a beer. No, I mean, they have a taste of their well, own. Well, dried fruit. Very this, often in dark beers like this one, yeah. you see dried fruit as yeah. a flavor. Well, that is the flavor. Now, they I haven't. Really like it doesn't necessarily mean they've put raisins in it. It's just sometimes with darker beers, you tend to get a dried fruit flavoring that comes through in the yeast or the grains that they've used. Yeah. Usually the yeast, yeah. Yeah, usually the yeast. Um, it's funny that they call this one the cuvee, because I always think of cuvees as being much more forward on like on the spices yeah so see i didn't know what does a cuvee mean 
Eric. Maybe I you can enlighten believe us. believe it's just, it means spiced. I, oh, okay. I thought it was like a wine reference. Maybe Britt can look it up. While she does that, Trois Mousquetaires, any thoughts on three, I mean, that is the direct translation, Three Musketeers, mm-hmm. classic Alexandre Dumas mm-hmm. novel series. Any thoughts on that? Chocolate bar, Trois Mousquetaires. I mean, this beer doesn't taste like that chocolate bar, the Three Musketeers. That's <laughs> for sure. Oh, the, the nougat bar? Yeah. Is I it nougat? Like, I don't think it's nougat. Well, okay. So imagine a Mars bar yeah. without the caramel. That's no, Three Musketeers. No, I don't think that's it because it's like darker. No, that's Three Musketeers. It's the same nougat that's in a Mars. I feel like there was a time where Three Just Musketeers no was popular and then it's like... You know why it was popular? I, it's I, a lower calorie chocolate bar. I don't think it has any relation to the to the brewery, you know? No, I can't I'm gonna imagine. Go, I'm going like, to go so far as to say, I don't think the chocolate bar has anything to do with the planet either. Mars mm, the planet? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Or you mean planet Earth? Like, did aliens they bring didn't I, find three that musketeers chocolate bar? <laughs> I mean, we don't maybe, know what maybe I'm just a conspiracy theorist. You've but seen I, The Martian. Yeah. I, you know what? Come to think of it, I did see a little silver wrapper in the sand in Mars there. <laughs> oh. That was snap. just planted. Yeah, it was a yeah. plant. That was nasty I mean, soundstage. Yeah, obviously. They no. made the mistake. They left the Starbucks cup in the scene. I would imagine that this was founded by three people. Mice. What? Well. Yeah, no, that makes more sense. Yeah, people. Yeah, people. I don't think mice could brew such a satisfactory beer, Eric. Do you think mice are producing the 2010 world's best porter? <laughs> well, there, there is that rumor, uh, untrue rumor, that Guinness gets its unique flavor by rats falling into the to the vats. Untrue, okay. untrue. Does Guinness but, have a unique untrue flavor? or unsubstantiated? There's a difference. <laughs> Fair enough. I haven't been. What is the unique I. flavor in Guinness? Uh, that's a good question. It like super roasty, super dry. Is it though? So I think when here's, I was like I think about when, when I, I was like 19 and I would like sip a Guinness, it was like, oh, this is so gross, it's so strong. But now when I have a Guinness, I feel like all I taste is like watery. You know what I? Mm. You know what I think is the real play on Guinness. I mean, we're getting really off topic, but it doesn't matter. What I think the real play on Guinness is that it has that draft quality because of the widget that's in the, the can. Widget. They were the first to do the widget. They were the I first think. to do that with the nitrogen, and. I think that's what people like about it because no other there's very few other beers that exist that are using nitrous as a way to There's a few other widgets the beer. now. There I, are a few, but there's not a ton and there are other breweries like Mill Street who have the Cobblestone Stout who are kind of experimenting with they have ways They don't they? There's no widget, but they're oh. experimenting with ways of producing the same creamy quality, which is another aspect of Guinness. I don't find it creamy. But See, it's I like don't frothy. think that's why people like Guinness. I think, I think it's also it's just a marketing. To it's drink a marketing Guinness play. warm, like it's not. I think people like Guinness because if you don't know anything about craft beer and you know bigger specialty beers like this one, and all your frat friends drink Old Milwaukee, uh, and some of your and dad. you you want to be the standout guy and be like, oh, I know oh, beer. Yeah. Then you pick the darkest yeah. beer yeah, you can you think of. You, you the pick, most people are going to say, you ew, that's gross. And you can be the high and mighty being like, oh, no, this is refined. It's like the guy that wants to drink scotch when he's 14. And it's like, you know, it's just a show-off thing, I think. And I then think you grow up to be a 40-year-old douchebag and still drink it. 
Yes. Yeah. I do have to say, though, the old Guinness ads were kind of fun. With the toucan? Well, the toucan being their mascot is kind of an interesting thing. What do you think about They're this? Irish, what do you so. think about this? Is this, does this, is the Thomas Hotel Grand Cuvée Baltic Porter, is it anything, anything on the labeling? I mean, yeah. maybe I we like should just move, label. Maybe, like, maybe I, we should just move into the ratings. Let's just move into the ratings. Oh, I, feel like I think it's classy looking. Like, it, it, it's hearkening back to. Speaking of being a douchebag, Baltic porters <laughs> get their name from more douchebag boys. Yeah, <laughs> from the porter trade in the nineteenth century. Yes, in the Baltics. Yes, right. And so they. So this is where the brand. This is where the style derived from, and that they had to cross the Baltics, so they made a style of porter because that style was. People enjoyed it more. Yeah, and they make it nice and strong because the ships so are survive. sailing all the place. Yeah. Same with the IPAs. Why yes. IPAs are stronger to get to India. Um, but this label kind of harkens back to that. You know, it's got it's got the fleur de lis for Quebec, but it's got that kind of old world. Yeah, that it looks that to me. This writing. looks like a bottle of wine. I was just gonna say it looks. Mm -hmm. It's it looks like a just like it's a, a classier. Like this is like a more classy beer. Well, I should hope so. At sixteen dollars for a pint and a half of it, it should be somewhat classy. Totally worth it, though. But I think but, it. I think it is worth it. I mean, I didn't but have really, much reservation. Sixteen dollars for that isn't like what's a bottle of wine is about that size, right? For a good bottle, yeah. Yeah, and about for that the percentage. same price and yeah, percentage, and about, and about like maybe percentage. give or so take. So it's it not all like... lines up, but I think most people, when they think beer, they don't think it's going to a cost that much money and b that it be that high of a percentage of no. alcohol. So. But I think we're drinking it the right way too. Like you wouldn't want to just open that by well, maybe by yourself if you're having a you know a party of, party of one. <laughs> but like you don't want to have a pint your of this. We're we're drinking this in little yeah. If your Polish girlfriend broke up to you. <laughs> Because you can't uh, learn Polish. Right. Well, that wasn't... I was going to say, that <laughs> probably wasn't the reason Justine... If you knew me up. when I was 18, you'd know the reasons. Uh, probably all the pizza smell. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, that didn't help. But we're doing it in little sample glasses, and that's the way to, to do it. Like, I like to, to drink it like a bottle of wine, and you open it, you put it on the table, and everybody has a little sample glass. Mm. And you can fill it up when you want to, and you just kind of... Yeah, and you go around, and you're going. like, oh, what do you taste? What do you taste? And yeah, yeah. Sort of and then you great. can finish mine, because I don't like it. Well, before you slide your glass <laughs> over to me to finish, Britt, let's do a review. Eric, we'll start with you. You ended last time, so it's a simple question. Three-tiered question. Thrill, will, spill. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, a, you know, there isn't a... Uh, category above thrill, so I can't make a really good portmanteau of it. But I would say that the most you could do is thrill plus. I feel really constrained because he could do whatever he okay, wants. Okay, you can come it. up with your own thing as long as it as long as it rhymes with thrill, will, and swill. I don't care what you come no, up with. No, it's but... a it's a thrill plus for sure. I would I would be glad to have a cellar full of these beers. Um, I would I would be glad to drink this almost every day uh, as a as a sample, like not not a, not bottle, a bottle, not a seven fifty. You know, I'm not a lush, but I would be. Th this is kind of an ideal beer for me. I I love the big porters. I love uh, imperial porters, Baltic porters. Uh, lots of you know raisiny, cherry, nuttiness, coffeeness. Uh, that whole spectrum. I just absolutely love it. So going against my previous. You know, oh, well, let's judge it by the style and not by how much you like it. I love it, but I also think it's a beautiful example of the style. Well, I think that 
even if you were to judge it by the style, I mean, it's one best porter in the <laughs> yeah, world I mean, it, multiple yeah. times. It's no slouch. Yeah, I don't, don't think you could really be like, yeah, they've changed. <laughs> they changed up the recipe. It's no, it's not what it used to be. I mean, to be voted best in the world and to only be $16, I mean... Right. That's like not bad. Yeah. Imagine like, you know, you're some kind of a Saudi prince and you're like, I want the best porter in the world. And they're like, okay, we're going to have to order it from Quebec. It's going to be $100. I mean, obviously he would be like, do it. That's not, that's, you know, pop, that's peanuts to I me. am after all a Saudi prince. I am after all a Saudi prince. But at the same time, what he doesn't realize is we're laughing in Ontario getting this for $16. I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're quite laughing. I was laughing in the when sense I that it. this Saudi prince, like, mainly because I saw the receipt even, when I after I made the transaction. For him to ship this is still like us spending ten dollars, so it's not okay, Britt. You're oh up. Gosh, I feel like Throw this is will really tough. Or swill. Because on a personal level, no one's gonna judge you. This is like I can't even finish it. That's not a good sign. But I think like kind of that idea of the cat, like I. I can see the appeal of it. I can see why you guys like it, why this is like a cool thing. But my own personal taste, this is like... Just go from your personal taste. Well, it has We're not to be gonna a like, swill. Okay, it's a swill. Swill. I, there's no plus. way I would ever drink it. No. <laughs> do I, there's no do way. I hear a will minus? <laughs> there's no way I would Last ever drink will this again. No, no chance. No, it's because it's too. it tastes too much like alcohol. Okay. Like there's too much of that like brandy bourbon type thing and that's That's just not fair. My, so Britt put you down for a swill. Yeah. Wow. Eric, I mean Well you can you are... remind us through what is the beer? What beer are you gonna review? This is the Trois Muscatel, the Baltic Porter, Grand Cuvée. It's got the it's Eleve Fou de Bourbon a Brandy de Douze a Vincent en Dage. <laughs> Wow, that's what French Immersion does for you. Hey, I don't think that was that bad. In the Ontario school system. It's, 20, it's from 2015. It's four years old, aged. I don't know. I mean, Eric, you and I are of the same mind on a lot of these things. I have to go throw plus. I knew it was going to be a throw plus when I pulled it out of the cellar. I, I don't put be beers in the cellar that aren't throw pluses, but... Well, you don't know it's a throw plus till you actually drink it. That's true, but but the downside to this one exper- this one situation with the podcast is that I have actually already drank this, so it kind of. Oh, you've already had it. It's oh. already going to like. I already knew that it was good, but I I, I don't think I. Oh, I've, I've never it. had this one that's distinguished with the bourbon and brandy barrels. Normally, they just have them in normal barrels, so it, it's picking up even extra notes on top of that. Eric, did you find something? I did find something using the interweb. That uh, you're not on our Wi-Fi, are you? No. Okay. I good. will correct myself. Cuvée doesn't mean spiced. I was thinking yeah. of the of the Bastard series. Their Cuvée is spiced, mm. but uh, Cuvée taken from French wine. So you're right about that. But it just means that it was stored in a tank. Um, oh, so that's that's the um, that's the brandy cask. Uh, you, okay, that makes sense. Because, uh, yeah, I see a lot of... Thomas Couture has a lot of Grand Cuvée series. They also have a, they have a Doppelbach. Um, they have a lot of them. I believe... No, they don't have an IPA. But they have a couple. The Doppelbach is quite good. Most things that Thomas Couture, in my opinion, when I go to Quebec, that's one of the labels that I seek out. Yeah. It's Thomas Couture because I find that they do... They have kind of their Grand Cuvée, which are the more over-the-top, uh, very rich, ageable beers. They also have a lower tier, mm-hmm. which are like their All, all series, um, and they're kind of, you don't really want to age them, but you can definitely put them down for a couple of months, but they always are coming up with good 
good stuff. I would say they're they're among the top five breweries in Canada. Like in and, my and opinion, also in Montreal, yeah, like this like, CL, they're always top notch. Yeah, DUCL. Like Quebec's actually coming quite strong and they have been for quite a long time. The craft market in Quebec was a lot stronger than it was in Ontario before everything changed in the, the early yeah. t- 2010s. But we're we're getting some great things in Toronto too. You know, we get uh, yeah Bellwoods and yeah Blood Brothers is doing. There's like, definitely there's definitely a lot of catching up. One thing that I noticed, especially with Thomas Cutale and some of the other beers, that there is like a heavy Belgian influence in a lot of the Quebecois breweries, craft mm-hmm. breweries. But I think that's changing as well. Like JDCL is coming up with all kinds of different interesting stuff. But yeah. the Trois Muscatel as the as the in the branding I like. I like that they have the seven fifty milliliter bottles. It is sort of setting it up like this is a special beer mm-hmm. that you maybe drink on a special occasion. And then as I said, they have their lower tier beers that are still good, but very interesting styles. Like they do have an IPA and stuff, but they're also coming up with things like a stick alt, which is a different type of German uh alt beer that not a lot of breweries no one's really making. So they're kind of they're scouring different recipes to sort of set themselves apart, and yeah. it's something that I appreciate, and I appreciate that they're doing. Well, we're, we're seeing a lot of lagers coming out now, too. Like, it's the next big thing. Like, we're just coming off of the yes, sour Yes, we just reviewed one thing. recently. We got the, the Gosas and everything for the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. now, apparently, lots of people are coming into lagers because they were pretty ale heavy for the last long while so. well I think that pretty much does it I think we've given our reviews and I think it's time to just raise the glass and we're going to sing uh, <laughs> Do you want? we're oh. going to sing uh, Beer by Real Big Fish go Drew pass out on the floor now babe she won't bother me and if you're then you'll, you'll be a friend of mine and then we'll have he's ourselves a beer <laughs> he's squinting again if I get Whoa, that's sweet. That is sweet as.